Welcome to No Cartridge Audio. My name is Trevor Strunk, Hegelbahn on Twitter, and I'm here with, uh, well, uh, one person you'll recognize and another you are meeting for the first time, at least on this show. Um, the person you'll recognize is, is of course, uh, Jocelyn Monahan, who's been on the show. Uh, I think this is your third time on the show. I think so, yeah. Your legendary first appearance where we <laughs> talked about games that uh, we play when, de- when depressed, and everyone sort of said, like, yeah, I feel you on uh, pulling out um, Stardew Valley when I'm just sure that everything's going to fall apart for the next month or so. Um, and then uh, we talked about Riot and I th- – oh, actually, no, no, no. This will be the this fourth. fourth, we, yeah. Yep, talked about Riot. And we also talked about uh, the topic of, of today's podcast as well. But we also have uh, Vig, who uh, – he is a uh, collaborator with Jocelyn. Um on this thing, you you two you two uh, run. Well, why don't you describe it? Because I don't know how many people have listened to the Joss episode coming into this, and and probably better that we just get it out of the way in introductions. Vig, uh, happy to have you here. Ah, oh, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here as well. Yeah. So, what is it you two do? So much. That's um, a good question. There's a lot. To <laughs> <into> that. <laughs> so this is, now a, a, this is um, now a job interview. So. Oh, God. Uh, can I list ready. my three weaknesses first? Uh, yes. Just to get them out of the way. Okay, we prefer one, only get anyway. three. I get ten. That's not <laughs> you fair. Can, you can, uh, yeah, you can skip the strengths and do like six weaknesses. Yeah, That's, I would love that. Um, okay, great. So uh, my biggest weakness is caring too much, which is why uh, – <laughs> Uh, Eight months after I was first on this podcast or so, um, I'm here to still talk about the community events and organizing that I do in an MMORPG called Final Fantasy XIV. So the first time I was on here was uh, for Vig's context right after we did Ride the Tide, I think. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, which was our first big community event. Was that the event in Costa del Sol? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Vig and I are both members of a group called Syndicate, and um, we are in the troop. I run the troop. Vig is one of the um, co-leads that I kind of appointed in the troop so that I don't go mad with power and um, <laughs> take over the world. Oh, so, so, so it's, it's a, <laughs> it's a I safeguard mean, it, Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do my best. I'm not that strong, but, you know, you could probably, <laughs> a, a gentle wind could probably push me to the side. Yes, yes, of course. Please go ahead. Go mad with power. <laughs> so there's, a, so the troop, um, at last count, we were, I think, uh, 30 or 40 people um, with about seven people who kind of sit up top and just make sure everything's running smoothly um, as much as we can when you're not getting paid. Um, and we do a couple of different kinds of things. One, one of the kinds of things we do is uh, community events like Ride the Tide, um, which is basically just a big festival where everybody comes and there's music and like games. Uh, there's a lot of role-playing venues on um, our data center, which is Primal. Uh, so people who work in those venues or run those venues come and contribute. And it's just a big collaborative effort. So that was awesome. Cool. We had a couple hundred people come. That was our first really big thing. Um, that got us off the ground. And um, the other kind of thing we do is is performances. So at a community event like that, we would um, have, uh, I think last time I was talking about bards specifically, and Vig is from a different piece of the performance side, which is sort of dancing. Um, and in Final Fantasy XIV, I won't go into it, Vig can talk more about it, but uh, there are... A, 
there are all kinds of things you can do to dance, right? Like different jobs have different actions. Um, there are also like pre-scripted dance animations. And so you can kind of combine those into what's called a macro. It works the same way in Final Fantasy like it does in WoW. And you sort of make a list and you time it out and then you can time dances together. So oh, cool. um, Vig was from the dance side of it. Um, but one thing that both Vig and I fucking love is the Nutcracker. Um, <laughs> we discovered yes. this uh, in October or so. And That's so Vig and, I, <laughs> Vig and I were like, what is a thing that we could do? Um, because we have a lot of concerts, but uh, we really wanted to give some love to the dancers and other kinds of performance that you can do in Final Fantasy fourteen, especially because Vig is really good at it. And so we were like, what if we did like the whole Nutcracker? Like wow. all of it. The whole thing, not just yeah, the whole nutcracker. The the whole thing. So now, is there the the so for those of us who are not as nutcracker literate, and I'll I'll copy. I'm not as nutcracker literate as you do. I I know I I like to I like to talk a big game, but um, for those of us who are not, are uh, the nutcracker many of us have seen. Um, is this the full nutcracker? Like, if I go to some uh, like a, a community theater and they're putting on. The Nutcracker around Christmas time or whatever, uh, winter time. I don't know if I guess the Nutcracker is a Christmas story, but it's more a winter story. In any case, um, we can. I, I'm sure that'll be the second half of the podcast where we debate that. But the um, <laughs> I'll fight you on it. We'll go. <laughs> Good, excellent. But um, no, like so. So the version we see is that is that like an uh, 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 an unabridged version or is that heavily abridged? Or lightly, they, I mean, like, typically speaking. I think within the limits of the game, we provide as close to the original content as it can be. Um, mm. Obviously, we are limited in regards to what we can make our, you know, pixel characters do in the game. Naturally, yeah. Uh, the music, though, it does bring the story, because a lot of the Nutcracker we remember most is the music. So... Mm. I think that it's as close to the original thing as you will get uh, seeing it on stage, obviously, with far lesser uh, animation <laughs> in regards to dancing. Um, but the story is there. And as me and Sachi discussed a few times, it, it's been told many different ways before, but we went with a pretty all-around basic telling of the Nutcracker for this production. Hmm. There is a there is an established order to the Nutcracker, so it is a uh, it is a it's like a libretto. Um, so basically, someone commissioned Tchaikovsky to say, "Hey, let's do a ballet," and you write the music for it. Um, so there is like a standard length and song order and number of songs in the Nutcracker, and we are doing all of them. Okay. Um, so it is basically the same as you would get at a community theater in terms of like the songs you will hear and the scenes that you will see. Are there some um, songs that get left out typically in these in these? It's that, really that weird. We I've I have um, seen more nutcracking than I <laughs> ever hoped to. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't. <laughs> I mean, I see it Absolutely. every year since I was a child. Uh, I've seen it every year on stage. So yeah, fair. <laughs> um, so it depends. Sometimes the songs get moved around. Sometimes they watched one where they didn't have the Sugar Plum Fairy, which is unthinkable Weird. to me because uh, when we did this, I said, Vig, let's do the Nutcracker. My requirement is that I be the Sugar Plum Fairy. Um, <laughs> so I can't imagine anyone doing the Nutcracker. Obviously, uh, she got what she wanted. Yes. <laughs> well, I know, of 
We've already laid out the power dynamics here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I said, Big, I want to be the sugar plum fairy, and since you're really good at macros, I want you to do my dances for me. Thank you. And and I did. And I did without question. And I you and really should work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, yeah, I mean, I can't – so, like, yeah, the Trigger Bomb Fairy is the one I can't imagine there being a Nutcracker without, right? Like, that that one yep. is the it's one. usually one of the top build performers who gets that role. So it was really interesting. It was actually the Atlanta Fox Theater production that I saw um, because of COVID this year. Uh, they did a – you paid, like, 25 bucks, and you could – watch her 48 hours whenever you wanted a professional oh, wow. recording of what they put on. And I was just in shock because every production that I've seen of the Nutcracker there, there was a sugar plum fairy in this one. It was just replaced by Clara and the Nutcracker. Um, those two roles. I don't, I don't love it, but I, you know, I admire, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is tough. Cause like they ruined the Nutcracker, but, but. I know I, I, <laughs> That's right. There's a there's always a but. No, I like I yeah, I I don't know. Like I'm um I'm the son of an actor. So like I know that like I'm I'm aware of all the pressures of um I'm aware of all the pressures of like um adaptation and making your thing like you know, new and interesting and different and pushing the form and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like I uh, the Nutcracker seems like such a Oh, such like a fan favorite. Like you should give people what they want. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm a little too too demanding. Maybe it's okay no one was good enough to be the sugar plum fairy. Maybe <laughs> they, they just had they <laughs> <laughs> they just had to pick someone. They're like, well, none of you are great, so none yeah, of we'll you just give it cut. to this one. <laughs> We're annexing the role. It's gone. Forget it. Okay, moving forward. None of you. Yeah, none of you said. deserved it. So. Tchaikovsky, Tchaikovsky comes back from the dead and it's over. No more sugar plum fairy. <laughs> and the world wept. So, <laughs> so Vig, are you, uh, do you play, so this is more, this is more just me trying to, trying to grasp it from, you know, just someone, I, I don't, I don't role play in Final Fantasy 14. I don't begrudge people who do. Um, I think it's cool. I just, Clearly. I don't, I don't have the attention span for it anymore, but. I spent a lot of time role playing when I did, and I wish I still did sometimes because it's very fun. But like, um, I mostly understand the game from like its mechanics. Like I've I've played a lot, um, you know, all the MSQ. Although I'm not caught up on five four, I I should I should shame that. on but, you. Um, I know Seriously? I've I've been doing all the e well I cared <laughs> I, <laughs> I I I I like found myself. Um, this is this is like me admitting that you know like my, a friend of mine was like you should probably play this game like I think you'd like it uh, when Shadowbringers came out and I was like well, all right but like to get this expansion I'm never gonna get there like I've never played an MMO whatever um, and it, it's gotten to the point where not only did I get there but then also I was like deeply and almost like uh, anxiously awaiting finding out what happened in uh, the Eden fights and like mm. that whole storyline. And I was like, please don't like my 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 two like my like the the two ladies in the game who I I love seeing together. Like, please don't please don't ruin Your their sweet, sweet babies. Like, yeah, it's just like don't don't do this to me. So 
I played those instantly because they were giving me constant anxiety. Um, and then I just that that my was whole life. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so so as someone who just like plays the basically like the game as like a mechanical you know RPG, but like you know still kind of using it as like okay, like I'm I'm uh, you know. The, doing the fights, doing the plot, stuff like that. You guys it's are sort a dopamine of a... button that you press to receive injections. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, my question is, um, you know, like, are you, so when you play, when you say you, you dance, do you have to um, play as a, like a battle dancer in order to uh, effectively do dancing? Or is there a way to just like, I don't know, be like a, a ninja or like a monk or something and like, or whatever. Uh, I don't know what job class it would actually work for it, but is it like a, you know, I, I am dancing, so I've got to be a dancer. I'm like doing music. So I have to be a bard. Uh, or is there a flexibility there? Uh, entirely. Uh, it's extremely flexible. When I, when we refer to it as dancing, it's basically elaborate macro creation you can do that on any class and there are Mm. preferred classes that are better for putting on these performances than others um i have made a dance quote unquote for every class in the game so far and some are better than others um it's about the level that you have the dancer at if they're full level it's about i would imagine the ability to perform an action like Paladin Passage of Arms. You don't need a target mm-hmm. to do that, and you don't need to be in battle to do that, so it, you can utilize it. So, like I said, there are some classes that don't have that much utility, so one of the, an example of that would probably be Dragoon. Uh, I tried to okay. do a dance on Dragoon once, and that was extremely difficult, because um, a lot of it requires being either in battle or having a target that you can attack. So, I would assume monk is the same way. I'm a monk. Monk, and, uh, so not at all. Actually, monk is incredibly what is versatile. Spin. What's that monk? Spin? Uh, <laughs> four point fury or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, right. sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monk is actually incredibly versatile when it comes to uh, performance. That I found that out not too long ago. I was like, why have I never used monk before? This is incredible. So wow. All right, monk redeemed. I feel like I feel like I'm always like. <laughs> <laughs> when I say I, I play monk, people are like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it's what I, yeah. Hopefully they'll fix that someday. Now so you I can heard say, that... but I can dance. But I can dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just going to stun on him next time. Um, They did do a little bit of a fix to it. I don't know. They I'm, did. I love two minds. But, um, so when you say you do the macros, obviously they're the macros and then, that seems to be your department, Vig. Is that is that fair? It's fair because dancing is exclusively macro-based, yes. Okay, got it. Um, and so, Joss, um, we're friends, so I can say this to you. What do you do exactly? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I just want you to so – so picture the Nutcracker uh-huh. on stage um, in whatever way you've encountered it. You've got I'm, Clara. I'm absolutely I'm, – I'm there right now. Yeah, I'm, you've got Clara. You've got her little brother who's a pain in the ass. You've got her parents. You've got a bunch of adults. You've got a bunch of kids. You've got rats. You've got soldiers. You've got a whole bunch of dancers in the pas de deux. You've got the sugar plum fairy. So um, there is an hour – the Nutcracker as it is exists, like the whole Nutcracker is about uh, 85 minutes long. Okay. Um, it's 85 minutes of music. We have all of that macroed. Um, wow. So Vig did not do that by himself. No, <laughs> I, 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 would, I, I cannot I would take. 
I cannot take full credit. Most of the time, it's usually myself and um, mm-hmm. my friend, Rune, who create macros for the dancers. But this was such a large undertaking that we actually had to bring on two other macro creators to wow. assist us um, with this endeavor. It was it's too much for one person to do with how much blocking needs to be done. And the breakdowns of the songs also take their own time to basically put them into beats so that you know when to change the dance or when the speed and tempo okay. alters. So, I mean, give me, give me an idea if you can, uh, if you can't, that's fine too. But like how much, like, is there a way to understand how much bigger this is than your typical performance? Like even in terms of, I don't know. Oh like, God. Uh, typically uh, we would have, we would have what we would do maybe five songs with, Maybe. identical or almost identical macros for all of the dancers in them. Okay. I, I mean, usually when it comes to the dances, when we've been working with Syndicate at this point, usually what I'll do is I'll have myself and other dancers select about five songs or speak to the bards about which songs they would like to see dances to so that we're not creating a whole page worth of macros for a performance and also gives the dancers a bit of a break in regards to that. So with the Nutcracker, this is massive. This is completely planned out. Yeah, count go you probably have the documents in front of you. I don't want to look at flowers anymore, the waltz right now. So that's all for you. Um, So in this song there are or in this song just loves punishment. Yeah. (laughs) In the Nutcracker as we're doing it, we have I'm just going to leave 22. this in because it's like suspense. 22. 22 songs that all have wow. the a couple of them have one person on stage. Like they dance with the Sugar Plum Fairy, but a lot of them have up to nine different parts that we had to make macros for. So, and varying in length as well. Yeah. So um, some of these songs are like six minutes long or seven minutes long. So the number of macros that we made for this i can't count right now but it is exponentially bigger than the normal five right Uh, normally with a dance normally with a dance you have an average between two to four macros per let's say anywhere between two to four minutes this one for example we have let's look at Snowflakes. Snowflakes. Great example. So Waltz of the Snowflakes is... Let me get the timing on that real quick. I think it is seven-minute song. It's shorter than Flowers. Um, Oh, good. Okay, so Snowflakes (laughs) is six six minutes long. Um, We've broken it down into into two groups of dancers and the uh, the leads, which are Clara and the Nutcracker. The snowflake groups individually have six macros, so a macro per minute, while wow. Clara and the Nutcracker have two macros. But that's just one song, to put it right. in perspective. So okay, okay, that yeah, that is exponentially more. You're exactly yeah. Yes. I yeah. I hear what you're saying there. <laughs> that's wild. It's, it's so it's much. huge. It's huge. Right now, I'm working on Waltz of the Flowers, and that one is nearly seven minutes long, and I want to pull my hair out, but it's going to be great. 
<laughs> it's um so basically the, the kind of like what we've settled into is that Vig is really really good at the technical aspects of the dancing and knowing what dances look good. Mm. Um so I bas I I I took Waltz of the Flowers at first because I was a fool and then I was like Vig just please take this I don't want it anymore please I hate it. <laughs> um but what I'm what but what I have uh found a skill for is the um the, the songs that are really blocking heavy, like in the first half, um, it's not a lot of dancing. It's a lot of like kids are at the party. She's getting the nutcracker. She's yeah. doing a dance around the nutcracker. Her brother comes and smacks him, stuff like that. Um, having all of that blocking broken out into like the nine different things that people need to know they're doing. Um, that's the bit that I've put a lot of time into. So you're like, a, it, 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 if I were to like uh, drastically simplify it, uh, unfairly um and and like make it into make it into like um okay like theater terms or whatever it's sort of like if 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 uh vig is kind of like the choreographer you're a bit like the director a bit yeah also the costumer i did all the costuming yeah basically okay okay so talk to me about that because i saw uh, so for for those of you who aren't playing final fantasy 14 first shame on you (laughs) Um, and <laughs> and why have you listened for this long? Yeah, yeah it's been, impress- been twenty one minutes, and you're still with us. I'm impressed. Impressive stamina. I guess that's the first <laughs> thing to say. Um, no, so so for um, for those who don't play, uh, the, the what I'm going to mention now. This area is um, the, Jocelyn made a uh, what was it like? What, basically, a house. You decorated a house in the mm-hmm. style of. Um, this uh, sort of fairyland in the uh, most recent expansion. I won't. I, I know actually do know listeners who are playing through and aren't there yet, so I don't want to spoil it. But like, basically, it's in an expansion called Shadowbringers, and it is like a, a fairyland with flowers and uh, it's similar like to the Sylphlands. If you've been through that, it's similar to the what? Sorry, the Sylphlands. Yes, definitely. ARR. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, and. You kind of made like an Ilmeg uh, styled apartment uh, for someone, which I got to tell you, like pretty much blew my mind. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that, like with all the flowers and everything. It was really. Yeah. Well, we also have a set designer, so um, I'm not doing that as well. Uh, thank Thankfully. Vig doesn't have to either. Um, so we also have a set designer. So we have someone who built a, a set for the beginning that kind of has the. Uh, we, so we have a, a theater. I wanted like an opera style theater. So we have like a big stage and then a pit in the front where the musicians will be. And then we're setting up seating. And then on the stage, there will be a set for the first half, um, which is the kind of party. And then we'll transition into the set for the uh, forest where the snowflakes dance. And then there's like a sort of magical castle at the end. And all of that okay. is done similarly to the way that I did it. Um, we're literally going to have a set designer on hand who will just swap out the housing items during the intermission and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I that think sounds... that's where your question was going. Hey, no, for sure. Like, I'm just wondering, like, how do you? Uh, well, it, it was going in a couple ways, but that's absolutely one of the ways that was going. The other way that I wanted to ask was like, what? Like, how much? How do you manage like the actual material? Because like, none of this stuff is. I mean, some of it's cheap, but like, none of it is free, right? Like, this is a, this is a massive amount of gill changing hands. It's a massive amount of product um, that is like going into these things you have like actual props that are made from things in game like i it, it how do you how do you manage like the sort of like uh, for lack of a better word um guild quality of of this kind of group 
Um, so uh, we have a person called Alden um, who is our so so one of the things is that um, our policy is that unless we're hired for a private event um, so one way that we get money is getting hired for private events so like okay. private parties and stuff um, unless we get hired for a private event all of our parties are all, all of our community events and all of our performances are all free to come to we don't charge like a weird ticket price we don't do any of that um, That's cool. so um, we have a guy called Alden who manages the finances. Um, he's another person in like the leads. And um, the the quickest sort of dirtiest way to make money in Final Fantasy is through submarines and airships through your free company. So mm. we have kind of a steady supply of gill for that. For the Nutcracker, though, um, the reason that we are getting like really ridiculous with it um, is because we actually have a sponsor. Um, oh. like a patron. Uh, oh, so this okay. is where RP gets interesting. It's um, not Blue Chew, for instance. No, it's, it's a person who, uh, it's a person um, who runs something called the Scarlet Estate. Um, so if you look on the little poster, it says sponsored by the Scarlet Estate. So we actually have someone who is um, funding this. So they're covering the cost of, um, the price of a uh, set designer. They're covering paying the dancers and uh, the macro creators for their time. All wow. of that. So. Wow. That is, um, that's very, very generous. It yes, is very it generous. Is. Yes, we're very lucky. And you're appreciative. Yes. Um, cool. No, it, it, it's like, it's something that I've always thought about. I'll, I'll tell you when I thought about it, because I would say the 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 time I went to your performance was the first time I'd actually, um, like, been in a, in a guild hall that was, like, you know, decorated in any way. Um, mm. Just because that wasn't ever part of, like, what I was playing. Um the game, not four, but like, just like, I, I never really experienced that. Um, and immediately I was like, where did they get the money for all this stuff? Like, <laughs> this is like, it's like the market board prices are like flashing through my mind. And I'm like, this is, yeah, this, this, we this, there's no way. We also have a, a good number of crafters at our disposal in our mm, troop. Of course. So luckily for us, uh, we have the ability to make these things and not just buy them straight off the market board. Yeah, so when we talk about the troupe, it is um, bards, uh, dancers, actors, and also um, we call them the troupe engineers. So we have people who are willing to do gathering and crafting and kind of support the the team that way. And they also That's help cool. with like the submarine materials that it takes to build them because they're kind of laborious. Um, and we also have people who do like event coordination and and uh, the set designer is someone who called Tree, who's really cool. Um, and they also are part of, yeah, um, they also are part of the troupe. So um, pretty much everyone who is participating in like making the production happen is, is from inside the group. Okay. Yeah. It's and just that being a part of the company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do you, how do you recruit? Like I, uh, not to like, it, it sounds sort of like a meaningless question, but like what, like, what do you do to sort of build the company? Because it seems like such a such a specific and like, I don't know, um, frost the wrong word. Like, you could make, I'll put it this way: like, you could make a bad decision, right? Like, it would be pretty easy to get someone into the troop that you're just like, oh, this was a terrible choice, and now they have a ton of responsibilities. And you know, I'm not asking you to name who those people are. <laughs> don't worry. Um, but... <laughs> It's big. Oh, oh no. It's me. Surprise, surprise. It's me. Why did I, I decide to do this? Just kidding. I love it. I was I was told we would not be doing this kind of intervention on the podcast, but the content can't be denied. Um, People just, so Vig and I have both been there basically since it started, right? 
Yeah, yes. I we were we both joined around the same time. I think was uh, we were both there for it when it kind of kicked off. Yeah, and I inherited it. Um, so it was you originally did. run by just I did. Uh, I did not take it over in a hostile maneuver. I inherited it fair and square. Um, so uh, basically, when uh, it was run by one person and it got way bigger than than that person expected it to get very quickly. And so when I took it over, um, basically uh, I. Fum, I flailed around and um, <laughs> recruiting was basically just bringing in friends of friends. And it, okay. it still is that. Um, but uh, after some events with a capital E, um, I instituted uh, this sort of like council of people who helped to be in charge of it. And the most important part, I think, of what that means is that when someone wants to join and we're now big enough that people ask if they can join, um, which saves us on some of the recruiting. Um, so so the actual recruiting happens with asking friends of friends, um, spotting someone who's super talented and basically scouting them. So this happens with bards a lot, and I think we can probably do it with dancers too. Um, it does happen with dancers as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay, cool. So just seeing someone on the data center who's like doing something really cool and being like, hey, like we noticed that you're really good at music. Do you want to come join us? Um, mm. Or we, for the Nutcracker, we needed a bunch more dancers than we had. So we uh, just posted like a general recruiting call and got a couple of people that way. Oh, so cool. once those things happen, um, we basically, uh, I, whoever wants that person in comes to like the leadership channel and is like, hey, I want to bring XYZ person in to do this thing. Um, does anybody have a problem with that? And then we'll talk about it. And then if even one person has a problem, we're like, okay, no, we're not doing that. Wow. So it's cancel culture. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I, At least I don't honest. like how you're. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate how you're calling people in and not calling them out. Um... <laughs> no, that's that's really cool. Like I think I think you know there's something there's something. I don't know. Like you always want to be careful because like, I feel like anytime there's something interesting or new, people want to say like, Oh, it's like that thing that is interesting and new is, um, is communism to me. Like that's, that's <laughs> I'm doing like, I'm doing a communism, right? Like that, like, I feel like that's a, that is a, that is a thing people like to do, but like, the, <laughs> but like the, there's something very like mutually, uh, supportive about this that I that I find really really compelling and like maybe even maybe even in terms of um, you know you need mutual support in order to I don't know like just in order to produce in order to produce like a thing that is like as simple as role play right like where like you need people to buy in you need people to to play along you need people to like care about the product and stuff and uh, it seems like the way that this is this manifests for you is like just through this supportive system of checks and balances. Absolutely. I, like, I, I don't know. Is that fair? It is fair. I, I think it's entirely fair. You have to support those that you work with. And of course there's going to be times where you can't get along with everyone all the time, but it's, you know, you work through it like any other mm -hmm. theatrical company would with a problem. And I do think that, the checks and balances that Sachi has put in to Troop from her leadership are uh, really solid. Thank you. It's not a. It's not perfect, but we we do have um, shockingly few sort of social problems. Absolutely, say, yeah. That you would expect. Very, it's a group very very speak. low. 
Yeah. And I mean, this is on a, this is an, again, like just to like remind the audience, this is an MMO. Like it's not like, it's not like a place where drama is unheard of. Uh, <laughs> drama in an MMO? What are you talking about? We all get along. It's a little weird. Seven. I know. I know. What did I sign up um, for? <laughs> um, so one question I have, and then I'll, I, I also just want to let you guys talk about the, the, the project just, you know, freeform, um, without my questions. But one last question I sort of had, uh, before I do that is, you, you kind of hinted at it in terms of like, um, you know, tickets are free unless it's a, it's a, a an event that you are commissioned for, um, the sort of like the, the appearance of the sponsor, you know, like there's, there's an element of, of professionalism to this, which is great. Like, you know, it's, it's. It's something that I um, am, of course, a supportive, uh, supporter of to be paid for things that you're good at. Like, it's not a bad thing to <laughs> to want to be remunerated for that. Um, I wonder, like, how does how does that balance? Like, how does how does that balance for you? And, and it could be different for both of you between like, you know, um, I don't know, like the 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 nature of this as as a hobby and the nature of it as something that um, is professional enough to earn you some money here and there. Like, how do you how do you balance like not doing the thing where you're like, oh, like my labor is for you because this is a fun hobby um, and then getting taken advantage of versus like, you know, oh, well, I, you know, I can't do this because uh, I'm not getting paid enough. Uh, mm. Like, because I'd imagine there has to be some balance. there. There is. Absolutely. As someone who works in film outside of the game. It's important to realize how much work gets put into something, even when it's a fictional currency like Gil. Mm. Um, I know I can only speak for the dancing side. I I'm learning barding through Sachi, which is going to be very exciting for me. Um, but through the dancing side, when it comes to anything that we're performing for, it's I like to make sure that the macro creators at least get some kind of financial representation for the work that they put into it. Cause it does take a, t a, a good dunk of time to mm. create the macros, but that's not to say that we expect it. I think that I hope I can speak for the majority of us that this is a passion and this is fun and this is a hobby and there comes a time where you have something like the Nutcracker where it's just so substantial and you're like, I, I, I kind of need to be paid for this because it's just too much for one person or two people to do on their own. We need a full right. crew for this. And then there's, you know, somebody's birthday that you go to an RP venue and you do a dance for them and you're like, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Give me your favorite song. We'll do it for free. And they, they might give you, you know, like Gil as a tip or something like that, but it's not expected because you enjoy doing it. Okay. So, I mean, like just to like, I guess my, my read on that is it, it just like, it kind of depends in the same way that say like uh, filmmaking would depend. Like some things are projects that are serious serious like labor and you have to say like yeah you know what this will this is going to cost my rate and some stuff is like yeah no i'll i'll happily like take a sure. video of your wedding you know something. i i i've been there before where i've gone you know for somebody's wedding video yeah sure why not i don't don't worry about it or you know somebody's indie music video i eh, don't worry about it but when it comes right. to like you know full-fledged massive productions you as any creator artist animator filmmaker musician you you, you want to 
be recognized for the time and effort that you put into that craft. Absolutely. No, I mean, that that totally makes sense to me. And I I think it's like what I like about one of the things I really like about um, the stuff you do, both of you do and and your whole uh, group does in in the syndicate is like the fact that there is this like um, expectation that um, like what you're doing is serious, right? Like it is actually something of value. It is serious. And like the you know like the common sort of um expectation about stuff that's like role playing that that involves like as you say like a fictional currency stuff like that like that it would be like frivolous or something like that like the the idea that this is a sort of craft is really really interesting to me and like i don't know i i think i think really um admirable it for sure i mean it for a lot of us it is a craft and it's a creative outlet for a lot of people too you can take something like an MMO and like they created the barding and ran with it. You can do that in other ways as well. People have the RP community. They create venues. They have menus. They have spas mm. and bars. And, you know, it's the same thing with Syndicate and the troupe. It's this collaboration of people who have experience in these crafts like music and dancing and applying it to a medium that you wouldn't necessarily expect, which makes it kind of exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I think what makes us super unique is a lot of, um, a lot of the people in the troupe, um, Vig and myself included are trained in kind of creative fields outside of it. So like, um, it's really interesting to work inside the media. Like I think that making things work in a medium where they really shouldn't is its own kind of craft. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for example, the music, I think I talked about this a little before in final fantasy, uh, we did get violins. We got violins, string instruments, Um, but there, and any given instrument can only play on three octaves. You get three octaves. Oh no. Which is a (laughs) fraction of how music is composed. Right. That's not a lot of octaves. (laughs) It's not a lot of octaves. So, the person who who um, sort of rearranged all of the Nutcracker music into a format that was sensible for the game um, is is a trained composer, um, and they're part of the troupe. and And it would have taken a trained composer to do a really good job of that. Um, and you know, in the same way, um, we have people who are really really good at screenshots who are also like really really good at 3d modeling and doing posing and stuff in in like blender and um or actually like know how to do that right um so i think that one of the reasons that it just and and i'm i've I've been a musician since i was really really young um and so when i'm doing music i take it really seriously even if it's video game music in a video game so i think that part of the professionalism feeling of it because it's not it's fun still it's fun it's important to have fun it's a video game but i think that it's people who have like a stake in feeling proud of what they're doing and wanting to do a good job of it absolutely um which is a really nice motivator to have i think even for a a silly hobby (laughs) yeah i think like you know i think that that makes a lot of sense like there's a you know what you say there is like it, it is fun it's a video game it's meant to be fun which is like absolutely true 
but I guess like the the distinction that you're both making is like it's not it doesn't have to be um, frivolous or pointless or, or unimportant in, in some way. It can like it can still matter. Right? I think like, in a year where nobody can go outside, the things that you can do inside <laughs> besides like become extremely important and non frivolous. This, this could be our future <laughs> in 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 ballet itself. You know, you never know. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Um, <laughs> I, I think that had... that does make it feel a little bit more imminent and um, mm. important to me, at least. Though that um, uh, I, I like like Vig, I normally go and see the Nutcracker with my family um, almost every year. I've done that, and this year the reason that I wanted to do it, um, the reason I wanted to do it was because I knew I wouldn't be able to do that this year. Um, sure. And so I know that there are a lot of people who couldn't go see the Nutcracker with their family. Some of them never would be able to. So um, being able to do some version of it, even if it's with cat boys. Um, <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> a lot of cat boys. There's a lot it's of cat boys. If, it's with, yeah. Yeah. if you look well, at the poster, listen. like four of the five people on the poster are cat boys. <laughs> There's this um, – I mean, it's 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 like a super obvious meme, and like I'm sure anyone listening to this who's like at all interested in Final Fantasy XIV has seen it already. But like, there, uh, my friend will who I who I've been uh, playing sort of like we played through Shadowbringers together, and we've been sort of like you know playing whenever you know whatever plot we we can when we're both on. Um, but uh, they put um, they they showed me a meme of uh, the the. The thing from the Lord of the Rings where Bilbo has the one ring and he says, like, oh, of course, why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I, like, have the power or whatever? And he's holding the um, the Fantasia. What is it called? Like the it's Fantasia, a Fantasia. Yeah, yeah he's no. holding the Fantasia bottle. He goes, so why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I be a sexy bunny girl? It just, it just plays in my mind. <laughs> there are a lot of cat boys in the production. We do have at least one sexy bunny girl. We do have one sexy bunny girl. She's actually one of our macro creators. She's fantastic. She yeah. Yeah. I, look, I mean, they wouldn't have added the Viera if it wasn't uh, important. So. <laughs> this is all very serious business, as you are aware. <laughs> um. So. Uh, I do want to hear you both like talk a little uh, bit about this with each other even because like I don't – I've asked all the questions I know how to ask. But, you know, there's like – there are questions that I don't even know that I should be asking. So like (laughs) what is like – maybe I'll I'll kind of prime the pump here and say like maybe you can go um, – I don't – whichever one of you wants to go first. Um, Your favorite part. Or, or sort of something about this that you feel is like especially notable, or something you want people to know about, or like something you're really proud of within the uh, the the project, um, and like maybe just like uh, speak to that uh, from each other, because like honestly, this is one of those things that I am uh, very much appreciative of. But as you know, I I have played music my whole life, but um, in terms of dance and choreography and direction and um, I'll I'll be honest, uh, MMO macros. I am um, <laughs> just a, a complete buffoon, so I don't even know what I should be asking. So, like, I would love to hear you both kind of just talk about this a little bit. Why don't you go first, Sachi? Oh God, why? <laughs> um, Not it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to do the thing where I talk through it to get to an idea. I'm sorry. That's good. Um, well, that's your graduate training. So um, yeah, it is actually. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I dropped out, but it still follows me. Um, oh, it so always will. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start from now and work my way backwards. So um, we had 
our first rehearsal with most of the stuff in it um, yesterday. And um, it was the first time that we did all of the pas de deux in a row. And the pas de deux is um, in the second half, uh, the Nutcracker and the Clara sit their asses down on some thrones and watch people dance for them. Um, so that's where you get all of the really, really recognizable stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's these short, quick songs. Um, and uh, I was like, at some point, I was like, there's the, there's the Nutcracker serotonin. Um, <laughs> because uh, there's something just really satisfying about having a whole bunch of people, I think, working. We, we, we do collaborate um, on the macros and stuff, but it is a whole bunch of people kind of working in isolation and then stitching it together at the end, which can mm-hmm. sometimes have catastrophic results. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard this before. Yeah, yes. and uh, you've, you've heard of it in a game called Final Fantasy XIV 1.0, <laughs> which they had to actually <laughs> blow the world up in because they did a really bad job of designing it. Anyway, um, but, uh, but we... It it there's something really amazing about having all of these people, and we're we're all getting paid a little bit of gill for it, but it's not going to be anything extravagant. Um, all these people sort of showing up, and then just finally like watching it settle into place, like watching the this dancer come off and this other dancer go on, the bards coming in, um, feeling the whole thing together. I think for me, um, they're uh diving into my own psychology um the last year has been really difficult for me because I really like being around people and thinking around people and feeling like I'm in the same place as people whenever I'm working on something with them and so um I don't get that feeling very often anymore except in these moments where like we're all on voice chat and I'm like calling out stage directions and um everything's running smoothly and you just feel it click into place and that's something in really good like creative work that you you get that kind of like flow once in a Mm. while and it's really really good every time um and i didn't even know that was possible to get in like the video game nutcracker with macros and catboys (laughs) but um it it it, going beyond the professional just how real it feels um has been really really good for me i think i think you kind of stole my answer a little bit god damn it Um, also an academic (laughs) move absolutely I think you kind of st- both of you have been teachers. This is impressive. <laughs> I think you have stole my answer a little bit, and just to expand on it, it it is that it is everyone kind of going to their own corner and saying, "All right, this you need to craft this costume. You need to work on this macro. I need you guys to be here on at this time." And then you take these macros and you shove them at your dancers, at your performers, and you're going, "Please." Please, 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 please let this look good. And then when it does, you just kind of go, oh, my God, it looks good. It looks good. I remember when we did it. This is the very first um, the very first scene uh, when the adults are at the party and the kids are running around and they're getting gifts. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this looks like the Nutcracker in pixel form obviously and limited <laughs> but this looks like the nutcracker this this we've done it and it just kind of you you struggle and you struggle and you struggle but then when everyone comes together and like sachi says it just clicks into place you just get this endorphin rush where you're like wow we all did this we all did this together and akin to sachi i very much thrive around the company of others and obviously this last year has been very difficult for that and mm. you do get that sensation, even though they're just 
characters on a stage, you feel like you're there together. And yeah. it's that kind of togetherness that really, really sells it for me on a big production of this scale. Right. And the, I'll, I'll add in here, since you're not familiar with Mako's, the ways that it goes wrong are very funny. Um, because you have to have like seven people doing seven different things. I'm and so excited. Whenever <laughs> someone watches it, whenever someone watches it, you just see people moving as if they know what they're doing. Um, but what it actually is, is people following stage directions that are popping up in their chat log. That's basically mm -hmm. saying, okay, now target this person. Okay. Now look at the audience and then it'll have them do an emote. And so when it goes funny is like, you know, like, um, we have a, like when, when, Clara's brother comes and like tries to knock down the nutcracker like sometimes the nutcracker would fall down before he even got over there and would just be dead in the middle of the floor <laughs> or whatever because he plays dead at that point like when it goes wrong it's so funny because um everybody's doing what they should be doing just slightly timed incorrectly so it's like watching an automaton collection that has gone very wrong um, it's really similar to Running Savage, as, as well. It is, it is very yes, similar it to Running is. Savage, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but then when it, whenever it clicks, it's super gratifying. It's just it, the 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 difficult the challenges that come with it are really interesting because there's like mechanical challenges and human challenges and mm. me being bad at math challenges. Breaking um, down the songs <laughs> is absolutely yeah. the one of the most important things that is done with something like this and making sure because you'll have i know this time in the dances i really pushed myself to do something different that i hadn't done before because most of the time it'll be three dancers on stage and they're all pressing the same macro there's no mm -hmm. there's no variety but on this one i've got people doing separate things and targeting each other and moving and you have to make sure that the timing syncs up Otherwise, it does look like a chaotic mess on stage. And so, <laughs> while that's fun, it's not what you want for the end product. <laughs> Unless that is the Correct, point yes. of the end product, which unfortunately, the Nutcracker is not the level of chaos I live for on a daily basis. Um, that's why I enjoy it's, productions it's the, like it's this. The yearly, yeah, it's the yearly respite from the chaos. It is, it is. Um, so I have two questions based on – that was exactly – what I was hoping for, because I never, I never would have thought to ask about like constraint. But like, mm -hmm. when you're talking about like, obviously there's a level of of constraint built into, um, I mean, built into this process. Like you're you're constraining yourself to operate within this like truly, um, I don't know. Like it's it's a very difficult form. Right, so um, each macro has 15 lines. A macro wow. cannot fire off another macro. So you have to depend. So everybody presses the button when the music starts. And then there's a thing at the end that's like, hey, press the next button. Um, and that's where and human error can occur. Yep. Um, and <laughs> then and it. then also, like, you can you can wait between lines of the macro, but you can't wait for, like, more than a minute. So if someone is not coming on until, like, minute three of a song, they just have to sit backstage looking at pings in their chat. That's like, wait, oh, wait, hold, wait, hold, oh, hold, hold, hold. Okay, go. <laughs> It's and also to expand on that, there's limitations within the actions you use in the macro themselves. And this is getting more technical, but let's take the Thapnarian dance, for example, which I believe okay. you purchased from the gold saucer. A whole cycle of that dance is eight seconds long. You can break it down into a four second half where the character will go out and then come back in, but not do the full rotation of the whole dance. 
Now, if you do three seconds or seven seconds in your weight, what occurs are things that I have termed, along with my other macro creators, snaps, where your character mm. is way out, let's say, to the right, and then they just right back to the middle. And oh, okay. so you have to watch – whenever I'm looking at them on stage, I'm always like, okay, I need to fix snaps on <clears throat> X, Y, and Z. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to make sure that this – and then on top of that, if you're using passes, let's I, I, I referenced Passage of Arms from uh, Paladin ability earlier. P Passage of Arms will not stop casting unless you use another battle action. So let's say okay. Holy Circle. So you can't go from Passage of Arms to Thavnarian Dance. You would have to go Passage of Arms. Holy Circle, Thavnarian Dance. So you are okay. extremely limited in what you can and cannot do, but it's the, the fun is getting around those limitations and seeing what you can weave together to make a quote-unquote dance out of it. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I like... I you know it's 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 interesting because I'm thinking about some of the things that like like um uh, what is it like Anatman um I don't know how to pronounce that 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 move but like because I don't use it often enough but the uh, the basically the move that used to charge grease lightning for monk um where you just sit and basically meditate for a second mm -hmm. like you can break that by doing by moving right like a movement can break that however there are other moves other characters that I know I can't break unless I do another move. And it, like just playing those characters, it's extremely baroque and difficult to figure that all out. Like to imagine it in a dance is is so much more. And there's you know there, there there's other ones as well. Like I think in Prov dance the dancer ability where they charge up, that one can't mm -hmm. be broken unless by movement either. So we wanted to use it, and we're like, wow, if we just use five seconds of this really cool ability, it would work work really nice. And then all of a sudden, they just didn't stop. <laughs> and we're like, this, 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 this isn't working for me. <laughs> so you have to find ways to work around it and like break that chain so that you can use it in the time constraint that you want to use it in. Or you just throw it at the end of the song and make it last the whole, you know, whatever 15 seconds that it lasts. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a dancer main. I don't know how long it lasts. I actually don't use that ability in most of my dances because it's too long. Thank God, because I had to level dancer <laughs> I, I did. I made you do that. <laughs> I made you do that for your sugar plum fairy dance, though. So you needed it. Yeah, honestly. I should I think, probably get I her think... to 80. If the sugar plum fairy isn't a level 80 dancer, then who is? I mean, I, I, you're, honestly. you're class wise, you're white mage, astrologian, dancer. Yep. Uh, you vary, I think, the most out of any of the uh, characters. I'm also a dark knight dark because knight. I'm doubling you're, as the, uh, the, as the rat, rat king. king. I'm also the rat Ooh, king. Oh, rat king is so good as dark knight. Uh, oh, so the rat king and wonderful. the nutcracker have a dark knight versus paladin battle in the middle of the stage. I like how I like how you like you you went with exactly the sort of like very very typical. Not I don't mean typical in a bad way. I mean like typical like it, it is comforting uh, thinking about good and evil this way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's also good, that so they the they animated the animations that way, right? Like it's the yeah. colors. It's from someone yeah. you know. I'm colorblind, unfortunately, but it's the colors. You know, it's the the way it looks. Of course, that would be the Rat King, and the Nutcracker yeah, would be no. the Paladin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like there's like there's a part of me that's like, oh, you should like you should totally like. Uh, 
uh, subvert that. And then there's another part of me that's like, no, this is like the one time. The Nutcracker is here for things to feel normal. (laughs) Exactly. Also, I almost didn't make him a paladin because the only hat in the game that looks like the Nutcrackers is only for casters or Or dancers and bars. Yeah, aiming. So so at at the beginning of the dance, I just have him take off his hat. Which is actually him turning into a paladin. See, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, so, like, one of the questions, is like, this is sort of the... I'm going to ask my jokey question first. Yeah, um, and then And then I'm going to ask my serious okay. one. This is the reverse of what I usually do. But we're going to... We're, gonna, we're trying something new. Um, the... Do we actually think... Is there a possibility that the Catboys make it... Um, <laughs> better <laughs> i mean as as a cat boy i'm gonna say of course they do <laughs> okay all right all right yes didn't I'm, but I'm... our nutcracker actually fantasied um to be a cat boy yeah. because as uh because our clara is a cat girl um the height difference was so extreme <laughs> that oh, no. he was in male aura, oh, he was a male aura yeah <laughs> Twice everyone's height. So he was politely asked to Fantasia, which was, of course, paid for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. Oh, man. And Aura Aura would be a pretty compelling nutcracker. He'd be a good rat king. They're all rats. Rat king. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> pretty, pretty intense anti-Aura statement. Oh dear! From somebody who plays uh, Aura, Sachi, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't play a male Zayla. Oh, very rude. salt. Um, <laughs> I can imagine at least four people listening to this and going, "Shit, that is me. that me." <laughs> <laughs> that I'm the one that comes from. And you know what? You're right. You're at all four of you are absolutely right. <laughs> So the serious, like the more sort of serious way, a boring way of asking that question is to say, like, you know, like, um, Jocelyn, I know your background is at least partly similar to mine. I don't know, Vig, if your uh, academic background is similar or not, but like, just because I'm sure someone in the audience doesn't know, even if we all do. Are you going to say the word affordances? Because I'm going to drink some wine if you do. No, I promise. (laughs) I won't. All right. I'll say it then. You can still drink me, some wine. Oh, yeah, I'll get the wine. Wait, we haven't been drinking this whole time. Mm. Well, I guess Jocelyn hasn't. All right, let's go. Um, so, like, uh, what I was going to say was, like, the, you know, the modernists, um, the, you know, in, in terms of literature, classically, classically say that, like, or classically sort of have this position that constraint is, like, the, the it's not just the modernists, but the modernists are a nice little... Uh, version of this that constraint is like a a necessary um, element of of art that like you're not really making good art if you don't have constraints built in right um, i'm gonna guess we had the same background because that sounds extremely familiar <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wonderful then we're, we're all we're, we're all on the, on the same, same page, page. <laughs> yes um but like so i'm wondering like do you find that to be true in in, in your work like do you find that the work is better for you because you're forced to like do something that is not ideal. And, and like, you know, I will say like, it reminds me of, um, you know, some of the only good, um, you know, digital humanities, like game criticism I read (laughs) when I was still trying to go that route was on this stuff that I had never heard of called, uh, a machinima, 
um, which mm-hmm. was like people basically oh, uh, yeah. making like sort of like red versus blue, but but like before red versus blue, like just like making little movies or stories or whatever out of like uh, quake replays and stuff like that. Like, it was pretty interesting. And like I was like, wow, that's like a that's a super cool idea. I, I wonder, like, I guess that's probably done, though. And there's a way in which like what you're doing is like a very, very uh, upscaled version of uh, Machinima where like you're sort of like it's not quite Machinima in the way that you're like actually directing it. So it's much harder. It's not like a recording that you're playing back, but it is like this way of saying like, yeah, sure, this is like a video game. Um, and then also we're going to make it do art, um, by the skin of its teeth. Like, I wonder, like, if you, another way of asking this, maybe a better way of asking this, uh, is to say, if you had the opportunity to, like, you know, pin down Square Enix and say, like, okay, (laughs) this is exactly what I need to, to make the perfect, uh, dance routine. Do you think that would actually work better than, um the one you're doing now or is the fact that you're like forced to think of these um allowances affordances uh, there you go now you can drink us um <laughs> yes um uh is the fact that you're like forcing yourself to think of these things does that make it sort of like artistically better for you than would an ideal um uh, i think that you know, as much as I would love to chase down Yoshi P in the street and say, give us slower dances that don't have such a high BPM, please. Um, <laughs> Yoshi P's like, I don't have uh, You know, <laughs> as much as I would like that, and obviously there's things in this game I think we would all like to a certain degree, but from this perspective, I think I find more, personally, I find more enjoyment of working with what I'm given. Would it be fantastic mm. to have an ability to lift another character in your arms by clicking a command that says, hey, you want to pick me up? And the other person's like, yes. And so they pick you up and they run with you. Would that make things better for some things? Of course it would. Would it be great to have the ability to have ballet-esque style dances in the game? Of course that would make this a whole lot easier. But when you look at it from those constraints, I think, and again, this is just me, um, it's more enjoyable and it's more organic in a way to the game itself because people could be watching and saying, you know, like, oh, they're using Paladin, oh, they're using this, you know, and they know what the limitations of that are. And so it's reachable to an audience because we've seen the dances. People know what your limitations are. There is no special flourish that someone can do better than someone else. So mm. it's just what you have. This is your arsenal. And to me, the constraint in it makes it better. Hmm. I think I will adopt the sort of postmodernist approach in response to this. Um, oh, I'm, say, I'm shocked. And, I, and say that I do not, for me, um, I do not think it is better for things to have constraints. However, I do think that when you are handed a place that has constraints and has a particular set of affordances, the best and most interesting and I like the word organic. I would also um, take another drink and say authentic. I'm going to take a drink. Oh, no. Mm. I think the most authentic thing to do is to work within those constraints and not be fooling yourself about what's possible. Like, you can't make Sugar Plum Fairy a technical ballerina spectacle of uh, point dance in Final Fantasy Which is XIV. really that unfortunate, way. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, like, that won't happen. Um 
a, a how funny long did it take uh, just off off topic how long did it take uh you vig to get jocelyn to admit to that? oh and it, it, <laughs> i there the, there's been no denial you know there's been no denial from day one Sachi, Jocelyn know, knew exactly what she wanted and knew exactly what went into it. I, you know, I make the the sugar plum and Perry do a backflip, which I think is pretty cool. So <laughs> you know, you do what you got. You got what you absolutely. So, cool. but but I think that um. Oh, so like a funny example of this is okay. Like I so rats. All right. Um, this last year, 2020 was the year of the rat, and if you did the event last year, you got a rat mask. Mm. Um. They do a mask every year for Heaven's Turn, which is New Year's in this game. Um, and it's the the animal from that year. So uh, if you did the event, you got a rat mask. I had a rat mask. Almost no one else had a rat mask. And so I was like, it sounds like I'm the rat king. <laughs> because I have a rat mask. So, But for everybody who didn't have rat masks, I had them put on spriggan caps. Spriggans are the little things from Copper Bell Mines. My favorite, by the way. Yeah, the little fuckers Absolutely that run around. Absolutely my favorite. Yeah, so, so the rats are now spriggans. Um, right. I like, like that's just a, that's a really radish. simple that's... example of like a thing that you couldn't do. Um, and so you fit it to, to fit into a thing that makes sense. I think that, I think what Vig said about it feeling like something recognizable and something attainable is a really good way to think about it. Um, and, and it feels, um, I think it should feel comfortable and I do, I do like a little bit, there is like a big stage and it is like, as sort of looming and uh, important feeling in the game as you can get in a house. Like it does feel like when you walk into that house, it does feel like going to the theater, but yeah, um, I will, I will say when I was there for the final fantasy nine thing, like it, it felt like I, I had my character like at some point, I think stand up or sit down. Like I was, I was like, what am I going to do with this character? Like, Cause it was, <laughs> it was even someone I just made for primals. Like that's not my server. So I just, I like, I, I spent some of your money, Jocelyn, and like bought myself glasses um, and made it look like me. And I was like, all right, that's fun. Um, <laughs> You're the critic I was now. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Perfect. Um, but like the uh, I was like, well, what do I do? Like, should I should I stand up during this? Should I sit down? Like, what what would be the polite thing to do? And like, it really starts to be like this question of like, oh, like, how do I make how do I make this work? Like, how do yeah. I? How do I make it work to, like, be in a theater right now? Yeah, it's interesting because people clap between songs. We're going to have an intermission. There's going to be a bar upstairs. Somebody's going to be bartending. Like you like you would have at a normal club. production. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but uh, besides the sort of trappings of it feeling like a show that you're going to, I, I, I really think that sense of it feeling organic or authentic to the space, like having people – everybody – pretty much everybody who's in the production with the exception of one or two people is a role player. Um, mm. And I think most of them are in character talking about being in a show. Right. Oh, and so you look up fun. on stage and if you're, if you know, if you're in the audience and you know, those people, it feels like your friends are dancers and they're putting on a show. Um, and, and I think it's, I think it's really good that we didn't try to make the Nutcracker happen in this game so much as like fit the Nutcracker into a box shaped like this game. Agreed. Uh, mm -hmm. With changes as needed. This is That's why Sachi's the lead. She's better at talking about these things than me. <laughs> Listen, that's like that's not a bad way to make someone the lead. <laughs> Listen, I know my weaknesses. <laughs> no, but Sachi is right. It, it's not the nutcracker you're going to see with mom and dad 
a few days before Christmas, but it's an experience that everyone can share together and just be together for that little bit of time that it exists. Mm -hmm. We should plug the stream in the charity here. We should. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, so plug the stream in the charity. Sure. Um, so uh, I went I went through at least 25 minutes worth of trouble finding an unproblematic charity for us to stream for. Um, it's so hard. <laughs> it is. There's a site that has points. So I found one with really good points that has a message that we really like. So um, there's a charity called Music Cares, um, and they basically um, help musicians and performers, specifically, I think, musicians who are um, going through financial difficulties, um, and they have a COVID relief fund that um, has been really good for people. So um, we will be nice. streaming with Trev um, on the Saturday. So that'll be Saturday, January 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern or 6 p.m. Pacific. And, yep, you can um, find it on the normal Twitch site, uh, yeah. twitch.tv slash no cartridge. And we will have a donation stream link that we would love for people to donate and give a little to the musicians who don't have a video game to go make music in during oh. this weird time. Uh, yeah, that's wonderful. That's a really nice charity. I, I like that a lot. Um, I mean, it's, and it's something like, I, I feel like it's something that it, it, people w will say that they like as a charity and then never actually donate to. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it is something that I think is easily forgotten. And, if you and, think and it's cool done. that four people made like seven hours worth of macros for the Nutcracker in a video game, just give Don't them like $5. Don't get me like, wrong. Dollars. I do. Yeah, <laughs> just give them like Please, five dollars. You know, it it, it, it is a good cause because the the mm -hmm. everyone is struggling at this time, and any kind of relief that we can bring to musicians or performers is worthwhile. And so, like Sachi said, if you think we did a good job, just slap them some money. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, and okay, so I have um. I will ask, do you have anything else to plug? Because I have a, a dumb question that I think will be fun to answer as the last thing. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I will plug uh, Joss's Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> I shouldn't? <laughs> this is why I haven't joined Twitter. But you missed being dad. Why would you not want to be on Twitter when you could see things like I, being dad? I literally... I Twitter confounds me and I, I I'm still I'm a millennial by all sense of the word but I look at Twitter and I'm like that's a button can I, can I take five minutes to explain bean dad you can cut it out of the recording uh yeah no it's it's fine uh do you really want to explain bean dad can I just look up bean dad can I give you a live is reaction this, is of this what something, bean is dad this something is? that will do this is something that will do good or harm to them. give me a minute bean dad Twitter I'm looking it up right now I you know I love beans Outcry as Bean Dad forces hungry children to open a tin can. Is this what I'm looking at? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. You found the right one. Okay. Give me, give me just a second. Both parenting skills. Okay. <clears throat> a dad in the U.S. who boasted about his parenting skills after telling his hungry nine-year-old daughter to open a tin of beans or go without food has caused an outcry on social media. <laughs> yes, I definitely need to be in Twitter. <laughs> This is the kind of news and content that I signed up for. <laughs> Apocalypse Dad was overjoyed is what I've just seen. Um, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. 
I, I will read this article at a later so. date. It's quite long, actually. So there's a lot of lore. There was this sort of oh. so the guy who did the bean thing was the guy who made the music for a really popular podcast, and also he runs a podcast with Ken Jennings, who was um, in line to be the next Jeopardy host. So yeah, the the, Ken- the event, the series of events that happened was this guy did some dumb things with beans. Mm-hmm. Then someone dug up his old tweets and found him saying the N word. And, ah. <laughs> and then Ken Jennings defended him and the podcast took his music off their podcast. And now Ken Jennings might not get to host Jeopardy. Oh, so I mean, it was that like is the <laughs> Okay. Ken Jennings, Ken Jennings made maybe the dumbest choice I've ever seen. I I will invest time this evening while I'm suffering, uh, working on Waltz of the Flowers, um, to read this article so that I can be more lore friendly when it comes to the Bean Dad. Thank you. Uh, Thank I don't want to disrespect the Bean Dad story, so uh, I'll make sure to study yeah. up. Thank and we don't so want to spoil it for no, you. No, please don't. Um, don't spoil it too much. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I think like the you know like Twitter. Twitter's a weird place. I won't actually the the funny thing like the what I was gonna say was the um I have a friend who um uh I, they've been locked for I think she's been locked for like the last couple years. Like I think being locked is just a way of life now. Um and she seems happier for it. But the um the funny story we were we were laughing about the other day, um she lived or lived uh, in Ireland and I was there for a conference and we met and got a drink and like hung out. And I, I tweeted, I was like, oh, you know, I like I'm I'm having drinks with like this person. Like, it's super nice. They're just a like really fun person to know. And like, I'm happy they're my friend or whatever. And uh, like they were like, uh, she told me she's like, like a dozen weird guys have asked to be my friend. And now we're adding you and asking why they why I won't follow them back. I'm like, oh, this <laughs> This power that I have to mention people and have them come to their Twitter is not a good one. So with that in mind, plug my Twitter. I will not. <laughs> so go, ahead, go ahead. Plug my Twitter. Your Twitter is uh, Gul Dushat. Yep. Uh, G-U-L-D-U-X-C-H-A-T-S. C-E-U-X. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, yes, you're right. Um, but yeah, so do as in two, not ducks. Um, like I said, missed opportunity though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so here's my, here's my question for you and, and answer it however you will it, it, um, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, at least until the show, the, um, you know, final fantasy 14 is a game that I feel like, you know, half the game is, um, hoping that uh, a thing you want gets added, right? Like this is like half, half of the fun of the game is wondering what will come in the next expansion that uh, will, you know, appease you somehow. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering what, what thing do you most want to see in final fantasy 14 for any reason, <laughs> uh, be it a new class, a new area. I want a Glockenspiel. A Glo- is, is that right? Is that you want a glockenspiel? I want a glockenspiel. We got violins. I want the glockenspiel now. Now, I have a lot of friends who will say that they want the accordion first um, or the pipe organ. <laughs> and I respect okay. that, but you can make that happen with a clarinet and a violin or a clarinet and an oboe if you if you make the music right. Uh, what I'm going to need is a glockenspiel. All okay. I want for Christmas right. is a glockenspiel. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, it's actually a pretty rough Christmas gift. But... <laughs> Not for cheap. everyone else, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I have kind of already stated what I would like. Slower dances. Uh, I've okay. I've had enough of the Fortnite um, heel toe uh, sidestep. I I would <laughs> like something uh, perfectly pretentious, something elegant, and something that you know is just a bit slower. I I, I really would want that. That's that's that would be my perfect Final Fantasy fourteen. Slash ball dance is not enough. Ball dance be. is not enough. It's not enough. It's really it not. It must have been so disappointing when like <laughs> when you saw the the ballroom etiquette and it wasn't like all that you wanted it to. No, be. it's kind of like you look at the. Uh, I'm not going to be able to remember the dungeon name because I'm thinking about it. Uh, but there's a bunch of specters that are dancing ballroom style towards the end of the oh. last boss. Yeah. Um, give me that. Oh, the, the Grand, yeah, Cos- the Grand where, Cosmos. The yeah. yeah. Give me that. I want that. I want it now. Give it to me. <laughs> the end. Give me the tombstone emote. Uh, not tombstone, sorry, just, link pearl. I was about to say, we so already have the tombstone. Pressing email. your finger to your ear and talking into your link pearl. There's no excuse not to have that available to players. No. All of it's the true. NPCs Absolutely. use it. So. I mean, that's what they're giving us now, or just NPC emotes, but I digress. <laughs> so, so I, I, I just want to be clear. In the, in the entire game, the thing you would want most is new emotes. Yeah. And instruments. That is really pure and good. I like that a lot. Thank you. I mean, if I said male Vera, it would just open up another can of worms. Everything else I I want, I get from mods. Just kidding. I don't mod. Please don't ban me. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to say the M word, Sachi. (laughs) Yoshi P is a, is a, like a, 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 loyal listener of this podcast so you're in big trouble (laughs) well guess i'm directing now fully where's my co-director oh she got banned because she said the m-word on stream (laughs) no i'll never host jeopardy (laughs) (laughs) oh you ruined what ken jennings said (laughs) all right everyone well thank you for being here and and if you can like um uh, I believe this show is going to come up pretty quickly. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, Julian, uh, withstanding. Um, and uh, w- you know, you should have time to to go see if you can uh, roll a character on Primal or or find a way to be there. Um, I don't know how tickets are right now. Maybe they're already sold out. There are um, no tickets. It is first come first serve, and there wonderful. is room for about forty people. So uh, good Even luck. Better. Yeah, two showings, forty um, people, eighty people. It's a battle royale. But we will be streaming. Streaming. See, it's good that one of you is good at math. Isn't that great? (laughs) If I'm the one who's good at math, you're absolutely (laughs) screwed. (laughs) Well, yeah, go check it out. Um, I'll be retweeting it. It'll be on Jocelyn's account. Um, I think you can also... Is there a a Twitter or anywhere people can go for the... Uh, There's twitter.com slash syndicate primal. Okay, great. Um, so yeah, do your best to be there. Um, and, and if you can't, then watch it on stream and, and, and send a few dollars uh, to a good cause. Um, and it's Joss okay Vig- for us to stream it because it's not copyrighted. That's correct. It's <laughs> Tchaikovsky's dead. You, I, I, I have to understand that you can't have a copyright when you're dead. Uh, um, Walt Disney would like a word. <laughs> he can't have one. He's dead. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Vig Joss, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for taking some time to 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 talk me through this, and I I just I I cannot wait to see it in person. It is it is a privilege to to be able to to check it out. It was nice to, nice to meet you, Trevor. Thanks for having us. Really you appreciate too. it. Yeah, thanks for letting me talk for the fourth time for some. Oh, you know, strangers. anytime. People people love the repeated guests. You and Scott, just like crowd favorites. Oh, man. All right. Well, I will talk to you both soon. Have a- All right. 
<laughs> hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.